Hello and welcome to episode number 33 of Golf Pod Kentucky presented by TaylorMade. Thanks everybody for tuning in. My name is Ethan Fisher, Director of Communications and Marketing at Golf House Kentucky. And first of all, apologies. It has been a little while since we last had a, had a podcast. There's been a lot of stuff going on and just really haven't had the time to sit down and do any interviews lately. But after the state championships from Bowling Green Country Club earlier in the month, we did want to have our two individual state champions come on here. So Macy Brown is on this episode, and then we will also have another episode soon after this one featuring Matthew Troutman, obviously both of whom are the KHS AA state champions for 2021. And we're very excited to have them on, and you've heard us talk many times about them in the past or you've just seen them with their results it speaks for themselves they are truly phenomenal talents and we're very glad that we could have them on here so since we've got two episodes coming in rapid succession we're going to talk tournaments that have happened recently in this episode and then in the matthew troutman episode we'll talk more foundational non-tournament type things so to lead us off we had the challenge cup which is our rider cup style competition between professionals and amateurs at Big Spring Country Club's Harmony Landing Course. Team KGA won the tournament for the third straight time. It was a pretty convincing 15.5 to 8.5 victory for Team KGA, which was captained by Jim Thompson, our KGA president. Andy Roberts and Matt Epperson kind of led the way as players. They both had perfect 3-0-0 records. But regardless of who won or lost, this is one of my favorite events of the year. It kind of shows off how cool Kentucky is with golf and the fact that both the amateur body and the professional body work from the same building. But to have the best players from both sides compete in what's a fun-filled event, you know, regardless of who wins or loses, you certainly want to win. But even if you don't, it's a fun day, a lot of great sportsmanship on hand. And we're very thankful that we were able to put that event on. The Kentucky PGA Match Play Championships took place at Louisville Country Club earlier this week. I guess the better way to phrase that would be that they finished at Louisville Country Club after they began earlier in the summer or spring. And they culminated with Logan Watts winning the member title. Daniel Eisman III winning the assistant title and Crook Schooley winning the senior title. Logan took down Andrew Stevens 2-1 for the member title. That's the first time he's won a section match play championship. Daniel Eisman III beat Nick Johnston 2-1. It's the second straight year that Eisman has won the assistant's crown. And then Kirk Schooley and Bruce Oldendick had a phenomenal match in the senior bracket. Kirk ended up winning one up and ended a run of victories that Olden Dick had had, not just in that event, but in the year as a whole on the senior section side. So a lot of great golf, and we appreciate Louisville Country Club for letting us out there. Prior to that event, we also had the Feeder Supply Pro-Am at Lake Forest Country Club, a good Pro-Am day with 25 teams joining us, and Nathan Downs, Todd Wan, John Douglas, and J.P. Gentry of Greenbrier Golf and Country Club won there. Fun day. There were puppies. There was good golf. Lake Forest is a good golf course. It was in beautiful shape, so you can't ask for much better than that, especially the puppies. The KGA Invitational was at Indian Hills Country Club at the beginning of the month, and Stephen Warren had the best round there. Stephen and Hayden very quietly go about themselves as two of the top young players kind of in that high school to college range. Hayden was on that Challenge Cup team, and Stephen, as I said, won the KGA Invitational. 
But Indian Hills is in phenomenal shape right now. Their new clubhouse is about ready to open up for business after the previous one tragically burned down at the end of 2019. Our state amateur, the Clark P- Clark's Pump and Shop, Kentucky amateur, will be at Indian Hills in 2022, and we are looking forward to that. KGA also had its first ever two-person scramble at Lexington Country Club earlier in the week. This was something new and different, but it was a good day overall. Our winning gross teams were Heath Brownstead and Sean Armstrong from the men's side. Then on the mixed side, Gary Backlund and Jerry Backlund. Whitney Hines and Kathleen Mobley took the women's title, but we appreciate everyone coming out for that, and hopefully we'll be able to do an event like that more in the future. Good way to kind of wrap up the season. Lastly, the Fall Classic took place on the Kentucky PGA Junior Tour. That was incredibly our final junior event of the year. Uh, It's hard to believe. It feels like we just started, but nevertheless, it has come and gone, and we ended in style at University Club of Kentucky. Our winners to close out the year were Ethan Lowry, Julie Lee, Graham Schmidt, Madison Easterling, Jacob Powell, Eleanor Fightmaster, Chris Kumar, and Max DeHaven. Congrats to each of those players, and thanks to everyone, players or families who participated with the Kentucky PGA Junior Tour this year. We've got some exciting things in the works to make 2022 bigger and better. All right, let's go ahead now and transition to our conversation with Macy Brown. Don't really have a whole lot of stuff to say to preface this other than the fact that she's obviously a great golfer. She is very well thought out, as you'll hear in this interview, but I hope you enjoy. Here's Macy. Okay, we are now joined by the 2021 KHSAA individual champion in the girls' realm, Macy Brown from Bullock County. And Macy, this year has been very good for you. 2020 was very good as well. But now that we're moving in towards the winter and the season winds down, uh, has it kind of kind of set in yet, all that you've accomplished lately? Um, I think it's kind of starting to set in. Um the start of this year was a little bit slow, I feel like, but kind of towards the end, you know, just winning the AJGA and winning state. Um, now that the season's kind of over, it's just kind of setting in and, you know, just going into the winter. Um, I just want to kind of refine everything and just focus on, you know, some small things to hopefully just make uh, next season even better. But, you know, definitely everything's just kind of starting to settle in after state, I feel like, just because the season's pretty much over now. Let's start on that note. You've really exploded on the state scene the last couple of years. What is it with your golf game that you've worked on that's kind of helped you get to the level that you've now reached? Honestly, I think it's just everything that we've already worked on. I feel like just with my experience and confidence has kind of all came together this year. So I don't really think it was anything that we specifically focused on, like in the past year, the past couple of years, I think it was just everything that I've already been doing, just kind of gaining experience with that and just kind of having more confidence with everything is what really helped me, especially this year, just kind of do better. So you've got a few years left until you get to college golf, but as you evaluate your game and um, start to play against bigger and broader competition. What are some of the things that you've noticed that you might need to continue to further improve on to reach the level you'll ultimately want to be at? Um, I think, I think there's always things to work on, but kind of like now, you know, everything that I've been working on, it's more of at a stage now to where I just need to keep 
getting better and better at kind of what I already know. So I think just like tweaking things on my swing and, you know, um, just getting a little tighter on my restraints in my swing or just, you know, focusing on getting better at everything I kind of have already been learning is kind of the key that we're going to focus on, but also um, more the mental side just going forward because, you know, you can have huge amounts of skill and just if you don't have the mental side of it, you know, it's not all going to be put together. So I think that's kind of what we're um, going to put a lot of emphasis on me and my dad when we work on things, just kind of going forward. Cause I think that's really the key in getting to the next level. Is there anything from winning state or any of the other big tournaments you've won, like one of our majors, uh, AJGA tournament, the one at Harmony? Is there anything from those tournaments that you've realized you did an exceptionally good job of that you maybe wouldn't have done two or three years ago? I think something I've gotten better at in the past year or two is consistency. Um, I've had more rounds with no bogeys. And... I think that's the main thing is just I've been getting a lot of pars and the birdies have been kind of happening to make me go lower. Whereas like before it would be kind of trading off bogeys and birdies. So I think that's one thing that I've gotten a lot better at is just consistency, which has helped, you know, the birdies to kind of make the score go lower. And, you know, my past couple of tournaments in the past year or two. Yeah, that's that's one thing I've noticed about your game is that you very rarely have a double or worse. It's always limited to bogeys, pars, birdies. You're always in that realm, and typically your rounds feature a lot of pars, which is never a bad thing in this game. And State was kind of like that, and I know that it was. it's obviously a big deal to win that tournament, and um, it was one of the few things I feel like you haven't accomplished yet at this point. So going into that week at Bowling Green and then actually getting the job done, what was that tournament like for you? Um, it was just really exciting overall um, because I know like a lot of people kind of expected me to win state like the year before. And like, um, like I know a lot of like newspaper articles that were written would be like, you know, when is she going to win one? So it was just kind of like, you know, I wasn't really thinking about that going in. Um, it's just, it has to be another tournament. I mean, I was just thinking about one shot at a time. But, like, it was kind of exciting to finally get one, um, especially my junior year, just kind of looking forward to next year. It was definitely exciting to finally have that. That week, you you were kind of in control from the get-go, but what is it like when you're playing maybe the most pressure-packed tournament in Kentucky and you've got the lead throughout the entire way? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say, you know, I wouldn't really say it's like stressful or anything, which I feel like is what people would think are kind of nerve wracking. I feel like it's just, you know, I always just try to focus on, you know, like I said, doing one shot at a time. And that's kind of what helps me not really focus on the nerves or like the stress of it or anything. So, um, I feel like it was kind of just like a normal round, just going out there and, you know, doing my best. And if I felt like I did everything I could do, um, that's what I would be satisfied with. So that's kind of just what it was going through my mind. Um, that's usually what I focus on just to not get so wrapped up in the moment or the scores, just kind of going out there and doing what I know I can do or what I need to do. So with that one in the bag now, and as you mentioned, you've got a couple other possible, possible outcomes to win this event down the road in your high school career, but what is it that you is on your radar now that you want to accomplish before you get to college? Um, I think just going into next year, I mean, I obviously want to win everything that I 
you know, enter. That's the goal. But um, just next year, I definitely want to win um, another AJGA and obviously state and region again. Um, but yeah, I just think that overall, I, mean, I want to win everything that I enter. But my main goal is just to see a lot of improvement, you know, from the same tournaments I played this year into next year, just to kind of see that improvement and, you know, set goals for myself and meet those goals and goals. And even if, you know, I don't win every tournament, as long as I keep seeing myself improve and improve and improve, I feel like that's my main goal, just going into every year and, you know, just going into college too. Now on the topic of college golf, you've got a couple of years until you get to that point, but has it started to trickle into your mind where you're going to go and what the factors are that might lead you to a decision of where you're going to end up going? Uh, yeah, I've definitely been thinking about it. Um, the process has kind of already started. You know, I think the main things that I'm just focusing on is overall, like, is it a place that I can see myself living 10 months out of the year? Um, you know, would I be okay with being there all the time is probably the first thing. And I also just want to make sure that I like the coaches because that's how I'm going to be around all the time. You know, that's who's going to be kind of mentoring me and stuff. And um, just is it a practice facility that I think is going to fit my needs? You know, just looking at all those things kind of collectively because there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And it's kind of hard for every college to have everything that you want. So, you know, I think the most important thing for me, like I said, is just is it a place that I want to be? So that's kind of really what I've been focusing on, just thinking about my decision. Now, you have had a lot of good competition in the state as of late to kind of help separate yourself and be on some uh, very good platforms in terms of girls golf in this state. And our staff, we talk all the time about just how good junior golf in Kentucky is right now with the girls included in that between you, Trinity Beth, Clara Beth Ramsey, so on and so forth. There are a lot of you right now who are premier talents that could very seriously have LPGA careers down the road. So what do you kind of attribute the success in Kentucky junior golf right now to? Um, I don't know. I think, I think overall there's um, a lot of great teachers in Kentucky, first of all, that I know a lot of the girls go to, which I think is a huge factor. But um, I think with the boys and girls, there's just a lot of kids with discipline who are willing to go out there and work, which is great because, you know, when you go out to a tournament, you want to have a challenge and, you know, you want to feel like you really earned that win. And I think, you know, especially the girls that I play with, we're all working, you know, hard to get it. We all have discipline. So it's kind of just like, there's a like amount of respect with all of us. Like we all know we want to win and we all know that we all work hard. So I think that's what kind of attributes to just the level of competition and the level of skill that's out there. It's just, we all are, we all know what we want. We all know we want to win and we just, we all work for that. Hey gang, time for a little intermission. And during this intermission, we are going to speak the good word about TaylorMade. First, they changed the shape of the driver and now TaylorMade is changing the way that the driver is constructed. They introduced the Sim 2 at the start of the year, which is built differently around a forged aluminum ring. It is the longest and most forgiving driver ever. They designed it specifically for every golfer who would rather swing away rather than play it safe. You can experience the feeling of what it's like to hit a drive that every golfer wants to hit and that no golfer wants to follow. And again, that is with the all-new Synth 2 from TaylorMade. You can find out more about it by going to TaylorMadeGolf.com, talking to a PGA professional affiliated with TaylorMade, or reaching out to the TaylorMade sales rep here in Kentucky, Mr. Mark Crahey. 
All right, let's get back to Macy. Now, that's actually a, a good segue into our first uh, listener question that we've got. We've got several that I'm going to give you here. What, what part of your game do you work the hardest on when you're practicing? Um, it kind of depends on what I feel like I need to work on at the moment. My favorite thing to practice is putting. So I feel like I'm on the putting green more than everything else. Um, but yeah, it really just depends on what I feel like I need work on at that moment. Um, but I would say mostly I work on putting probably just because it's what I enjoy most. If you had to estimate, how many hours per week do you spend on a putting green? Um, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe nine or ten, something like that. Like, I feel like I spend at least an hour a day on the weekdays most of the time and like two or three hours on the weekends, depending on how long I'm there. Mm -hmm. So maybe like nine hours. I don't know exactly. Like I said, it also just kind of depends on the week. Sure. Sure. Now this next question is very open-ended. I believe it came from your grandmother. Um, What do you attribute your success to overall? Um, I think, well, I think my discipline just in my practice is kind of what helps me be successful but all of that comes from my parents and like the people I'm around um they've always taught me that if you want something you have to go work for it so I think the discipline and stuff that I have is what helps me you know get to where I am but it comes from just the people I'm around the people who raised me and stuff like that so I think just um having parents like I do and just like I said people that I'm around has kind of helps me to be disciplined and focused and you know get to where I am this next question is much narrower and much easier. What was it about golf that kind of made an impression on you that this was the sport you wanted to pursue and divide most of your attention to? I have no idea. I just picked it up one day. I don't even, I don't remember starting it. My dad played and I would go out with him and like just play in the sand and do random stuff on the golf course. And then apparently one day I was like, you know, can I play golf dad? And he was like, yeah, sure. And I just picked it up. I don't remember why. I guess I just liked it. <laughs> Were there any other sports that you played on a serious competitive level besides golf? Volleyball for my middle school for two years. But it wasn't like, I mean, I was competitive with it with the middle school team, but nothing like travel, volleyball, or anything like that. Gotcha. All right, next question. What is a tip that you would give to a young player? And I'm going to say when we're talking young, maybe like five or six years old that really, really young range, kind of just getting into elementary school. What's a tip that you would give to a player and I'll even add their families to kind of help them enjoy the game and get involved? I think a tip that I would give them is um, try to keep it fun because especially like when you get at a higher level and in higher level tournaments, it's very easy to nitpick yourself on the little things and to where sometimes it can kind of get stressful because, you know, you want to do so good. So you're very picky with, you know, what the things that you're doing and the things you need to work on. But always make sure that it stays fun and enjoyable for you because that's like the main thing. If you're not enjoying it when you're out there, you're not going to do very good. It's just not going to be fun for you. So I think that's the main thing is, you know, always work as hard as you can, but make sure that it's still to a point to where you're enjoying it when you're out there, I think would be my main advice. For you personally, what are some of the things you do to keep it fun? Um, I mean, in general, 
I don't have to like do certain things to like keep it fun. I just enjoy being out there in general, but like sometimes, you know, when I'm being too focused on like, you know, something in my swing that I'm doing, or I can't get something right. And I'm getting frustrated. Something my dad does is he's like, okay, we're going to stop and we're going to go play like a fun game or something. So that's something that, um, my dad does sometimes just to kind of help me, you know, go back and just kind of play the game for fun instead of focusing so much on, you know, the little things. But I mean, overall, I just enjoy being out there, even sometimes when it's hard. Um, it can be stressful at times. And it can be hard at times, but I still enjoy it through through it all. So I don't have to do anything to like, you know, make it fun again. Right. Makes- right. All right. Last listener question for you. How many times have you and the Macy Brown of Owensboro been confused for one another? A lot, (laughs) a lot. I mean, we even like, we've played in the same group a few times and we never know who's talking to who. It's a good thing that both of you, like you have your own distinct looks, you're blonde, she's brunette. Yeah. It'd be really difficult if both of you had the same hair, but there's at least some separation. (laughs) And at least you spell our names different. That would be terrible. Yes, that helps as well. All right, Macy, this next thing we're going to do, this is our rapid fire segment. And I've got about a dozen questions I'm going to give you that are just kind of first thing that comes to your mind. You don't have to give any explanation or reason for um, your rationale here. But to start off, what is your favorite golf course that you've played in Kentucky? Um, I would say my home course, Persimmon Ridge. What's your favorite golf course that you have played outside of Kentucky? Um, probably Old Colony in Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Very underrated. Good choice. Um, what's your dream foursome and what golf course would you all play? Dream foursome. Um, <sighs> Tiger Woods, Jordan Spieth, Onyx Swornstam. I can pick any course. Yeah. Augusta. <laughs> Love it. Um, when you're playing a regular round of golf, would you prefer to walk or to ride? Uh, definitely walk. What's your favorite golf book? Golf book. I've never read a golf book. Actually, Uh, no, I've read the big miss by Hank Haney. That was actually a pretty good book. Yeah, that is a good one. If you had to pick one or the other, are you cheering for UK or Louisville? Um, Depends on the sport because I'm kind of a bandwagon. So it depends on who, if it's baseball, UVL, if it's basketball, Kentucky. Okay. Makes sense. Do you have any holes in one? And if so, how many do you have? None. Oh, I'm right there with you. No, I feel. Um, of LPGA slash women's tournaments as a whole, which one would you most want to go attend? Um... I would definitely want to attend the women's tournament at Augusta. I think that is such a cool tournament. Yeah. I would want to qualify for that. On that note, side tangent, how big of a goal is it for you to get to that tournament in the next several years? That is definitely one of my main goals for college is to qualify for that tournament. What's your dream vacation spot? Um, I don't know. Any like either somewhere in Europe or like somewhere with a small, like private Island beach, something like that. Yeah. Last one of these. What are you binging on Netflix right now? Nothing. I don't watch Netflix. Like I haven't watched Netflix in forever, actually. 
I'm like not the type of person to watch show series. Like I don't watch TV very much. And if I do, it's always a movie. All right. So what's your, what's a movie or movies that you've watched lately? The only movie I've watched like in the past couple of months um, was Fight Club like a week ago. <laughs> it was the first time I've ever watched it. So that's like the only movie I've watched in a while. And I did, I watched a Halloween movie the other day. I think it was Halloween, but it was the 2018 version. So those are the only two movies I've watched recently. All right. To, to wrap this up, we're going to kind of crystal ball this here for a second. Um, you're in high school right now, about halfway through your high school career. Um, if you had to, if you had to kind of plan out how the next five to 10 years would ideally go for you in the golfing sense or non-golfing sense, how do you think it would look? Uh, I think uh, just going into next year, continuing kind of on the same path I'm on, you know, like I said before, my goal is, you know, winning another AJGA in state and region. And then just going to college, wherever that might be. Um, and having a successful career there, I definitely want to win a college tournament. Like I said, qualify for the women's tournament at Augusta, um, qualify for the national championship. Um, and then hopefully after that, my goal is to take golf um, even further after college and go pro. But so that's the plan. Um, yeah, that's the plan. Um, hopefully everything ends up that way. Those are my goals. Yeah. Well, hey, with how good of a player you are now and how hard you're working, I would be surprised if you're not on that level. You are definitely going to have a bright future ahead of you. But, Basie, sincerely appreciate you coming on here. Um, again, congratulations on everything you've accomplished the last couple of years. It's been a lot of fun to see you rise and um, excel throughout junior golf and reach some national stages. And everyone in our organization is very proud of you, and we can't wait to see what's next for you. Thank you. Thank you for having me.